welcome back to Random Thoughts with Nate. Today's episode is going to be all about astrology and I for one am excited. And if you hate astrology, don't turn away. I promise it'll still be fun. You don't have to have any prior knowledge. You don't even have to like it. It's just going to be going to be pretty exciting. I have Morgan joining me and she has done extensive research into my birth chart. So, she's going to explain all the nitty-gritty stuff and why I have problems and I think it's going to be fun. So, Let's get into it. Hello. Hi, Morgan. Welcome. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty well. I just had my peppermint mocha and I'm feeling pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. So, yeah. I'm really excited for today. I'm really excited too. This is like, what, like the third time we've tried to actually record? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Nate forgot she had a podcast for a second. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about astrology because, like, I don't know. I, I'm i interested in it. I never really believed in it at all before you tried to, like, shove it down my throat. So <laughs> now, like, I, I kind of think it's legit, but I still I still don't know. So I'm excited for you to, to read my birth chart. Okay. So, first of all, I wanted to start by naming my sources. So, first of all, I did get Nate's birth chart. Ultimately, like, her whole thing from CoStar, which is a very popular astrology app. Um, and I have three books about astrology that I already already owned um, that I used to break down her chart. So the first one is the Element Encyclopedia of Birthdays by Teresa Chiang. And then I have The Only Way to Learn Astrology by Marion D. March and Joan McEvers. And then I have uh, Queer Cosmos by Colin Biddell. Lots of excellent sources here. Yes. I'm glad that we got like the proper citation. Yeah, I didn't want to get, you know, sued. So I wanted to, I didn't want to, you know, this isn't all Perfect. my original ideas. <laughs> so... We can just pretend it is. You're the expert here. Okay. So I wanted to start by giving an overview of um, your exact birth date from this book that I got when I was in fifth grade. Um, So your birthday is September 5th. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So this says that is the birthday of the extraordinary mind, which I can't help but agree with. (laughs) That's so true. You know, I, I just want to say this before we begin. You know who I share a birthday with? who freddie mercury oh my god okay yeah that's amazing i share a birthday i think it's fun (laughs) (laughs) one time my parents like i don't know they like got into like an altercation with vin diesel like on the highway once i just fun fact that's awesome um one time vin diesel dm'd me on instagram and then i looked at the account and it was not vin diesel (laughs) (laughs) But they DM me and they were like, hey, it's Vin Diesel. (laughs) Did they know that you were birthday twins or was it just a coincidence? I think it was just a coincidence. But I messaged the account back and I said, OMG, Vin Diesel, I have the same birthday as you. And then they didn't message me again. So That's so sad. (laughs) All right. So. People born on September 5th are blessed with an extraordinary imagination and the fantastic schemes and magical ideas they present to the world are always full of potential. 
Friends, family, and coworkers are inspired by their innovative problem-solving skills, contagious wit, affectionate generosity, and infectious enthusiasm. I love that. All right. So I have this next paragraph I underlined because I thought it was good. I did all of this at like, I only ever feel motivation to do anything past 11 p.m. So usually, (laughs) usually what has been happening is I am in bed. It's 11 p.m. Um, I break out my value size bag of gummy worms and I dig into these books. So these might be a little bit chaotic, but we'll see. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Magnetic, fast moving and fast thinking. These people are fueled by their desire to realize their own individual dreams, which are not just for their own benefit, but for the benefit of humanity. However, despite their genuine desire to help others, their righteous energy may fail to realistically assess their chances of success and thereby unintentionally sabotage their best plans and efforts. Wow. Okay. (laughs) That is actually like an overarching theme that I noticed from a lot. So like an overarching theme is that like I want to do good, but I'm just like, I just can't. I've actually noticed that an overarching theme in a lot of this, like, a lot of your chart is that humanitarianism and that idea of wanting to help people. And a lot of it actually straight up says a good career path for this person might be a politician. Oh my God. Look at that. So yeah, I was like, wow, that's awesome. That is really interesting. All right. Um, That's it. Episode over. I believe in astrology. (laughs) Done. It is important for them to learn how to improve their judgment so that they minimize the chances of failure, as well as actively taking steps to reduce the number of mistakes they make. One way they can do this is to learn to distinguish between what is realistically attainable and what is fantasy. If they stay with reality and strive to make things better, not perfect, they are likely to succeed in most of what they put their minds to. Okay. I I like this. It's not... I'm not perfect, but I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying my best. I like that. <laughs> so it says, at your best, you're energetic, creative, and fun. And on the dark side, I like how it says on the dark side instead of at your worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the dark side, you're irresponsible, self-destructive, and over the top. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know what I hate most about that is that they're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, boy. Although I will disagree with the creativity. Yeah, I feel like you're not super creative. No, I have zero imagination. Like, I'm just too, like, analytical. Yeah. I am, however, self-destructive, yeah. so. All right, let's go over your chart as a whole. So, obviously, your birthday is September 5th, which makes you a Virgo. Um, yes. You have a Leo moon and a Leo rising, which is really fun. I love a good double Leo. Um, you've got a Libra Mercury and a Libra Venus, a Virgo Mars, a Leo Jupiter, and a Gemini Saturn. So the first thing I want to point out is that there is not one water sign in your entire (laughs) (laughs) I still don't really know what that means. So I know like the water signs represent emotion, but not having any water in my chart, does that mean I'm like emotionless or I'm just emotionally unstable? Yeah, so I made a, a note that says zero water equals emotionless bitch. (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> got it uh but no, that's not i mean that's just it more means that you're probably not as in touch with your emotions as a lot of other people are like me i've got that's probably true. I've got a whole lot of water so my emotions are extremely turbulent and pretty much rule my entire being um but you're not like that 
yeah, I don't, I'm not in touch with my emotions at all. I don't remember the last time I've cried. I don't think I've cried since, like, before March. See, I cried, like, two nights ago, so. <laughs> About what? I don't remember. Probably just some random something. I don't know. I was also on my period last week, so that makes me cry. Like, oh my god, me too. Oh my god! I might be in trouble because <laughs> I can't find my birth control. <laughs> so I um. didn't take it, so... The last time I didn't take it, I got it sent me into like a major depressive episode. So if I don't take it, oh. it might be a problem. I love um having a female body. Yeah, it's so fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So a little astrology 101 for people who might not be completely aware. Um, this is a really basic explanation I got from every for every um uh planet that we're discussing in your chart which first of all the, i left out the two like generational planets because i felt like that was too broad and not specific enough to you and i know you love to talk about yourself yeah. so <laughs> deal so your sun sign is a sign that pretty much everyone knows um that's your basic you oh and by the way i got this guide from at rosalie likes plants on tiktok that felt like a really it felt like a really <laughs> good basic like um uh introduction so i stole it <laughs> um everyone tag rosalie and make her watch this yeah. episode um okay so your moon sign is like your inner self and the moon ru rules your emotions so that's really like your emotional um brain um your rising sign is like your public you which is like who you present to people that you don't really know um your venus sign is you in a relationship your mars sign rules your passions your Mercury sign is your communication and planning. Your Saturn sign is your limitations. And your Jupiter sign is your luck. Okay. All right. What's interesting, um, just sorry, I might be stealing your thunder. I don't know if you're going to say no, this okay. after. But so my my rising sign and my moon sign are the yeah. same. And what's interesting is that it's it's both who I actually am, like who I feel like I am, and who I present myself to other people. I think that's, that's pretty that cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. I wasn't going to say that, so I'm glad that you did. But I'm also a fake bitch. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, moving on. So I made I made some marks. So let's talk a little bit more about your sun sign. So I made some marks in my books, but they're not really in order. So I have to find them. Okay. Okay, hold on. Oh, I also have... Um, a special treat which is that i did find a section for the compatibility between virgo and cancer so we'll talk about that i love that <laughs> uh i'm a cancer for anyone who may not be aware um in case you can't tell that I'm from everything about me um <laughs> okay so um this book actually this is i'm reading from the queer cosmos book book now um which says if you're lucky enough to have Virgo allies in your corner, cherish their Im impeccability, intelligence, and dependability. When they say they're going to show up for you, they mean it. Which is why you'll find Virgos in activism, social justice, and community organizing. They can't rest unless they're wow. others. So That's like, yeah. yeah. I've, I read that and I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. With their lightning fast mind, Virgo would also be wise to gri get a grip on shame's impulse of afflicting emotional self-mutilization. 
perfectionism um <laughs> perfectionism is unhealthy dysfunctional and not conducive to a life of meaning <laughs> wow so, they really did not even about me like that yeah <laughs> um let's see the Virgo soul leaps in joy while it honors attention to detail, literature, verbal communication, practices, and the written arts. Some of the most beautiful expressions of Virgo from the inter- come from the intersection they nurture between communication and the physical body. What does that mean? Um, so it says whoever was the first to, first voice to say, just listen to your body was probably a Virgo. You know what that means? So you have okay. to like listen to yourself, essentially, what that means. Yeah. So, with your son in Virgo, the action that centralizes the universe's power is service. We see this organizing energy in nature in all the ways the various parts of the ecosystem are in service to the collective survival. The universe is always in service to life rising to its maximum possibility. <laughs> When you follow That's very intense. Yeah, when you follow your psychological imperative to help and serve others, you and your efforts will be a triumph. Your power lies in your curiosity, practical intelligence, and sense of responsibility. And you are loved because you're a keen thinker, an intelligent speaker, and a careful listener. I feel like this is all very like a positive spin on it, but when I hear other people talk about Virgos, like we're just we're like robots. <laughs> well, so um, it, it's not wrong but that's also an interesting difference between like mainstream quote-unquote astrology and like the real practice of astrology is that in like mainstream astrology everyone sort of narrows every sign down to one feature and it's just not true (laughs) we're all still people yeah do you have any questions for me about your sun sign um no, I think I think they came at me enough. Okay. All right. So let's move on to your emotional self, shall we? Okay. Your moon in Leo. So you live and love loudly, which I don't necessarily agree with. <laughs> it's that's kind of interesting. I don't know. I feel like like with certain people I'm very loud and you can't get me to shut up. But like on as a whole, I'm I'm a more reserved person. Yeah. You have to like, you have to really know me to, to get me to be loud. Okay. You are loved because you radiate joy, drama, and a magnificent, mag- magnificent <laughs> sense of humor to those who love you. I, I would With agree. With Leo as the ruler um, of your fields, you protect your right to feel whatever you want unapologetically. You'll fight any battle to make sure others are allowed to honor their emotions and your deepest psychic needs are affirmation and loyalty what do you think about that um so that's saying like i'm needy like i need to be affirmed yeah like that's what you need in in your soul and your emotion to feel good about yourself is loyalty Um, in your relationships and to you know be told that you're good enough yeah i i do i do require external validation that's definitely true I don't know about the loyalty. Well, actually, that's not true. I do need yeah. loyalty. I I constantly question I that everyone secretly needs. That's definitely true. That's why I underlined it. <laughs> You're no dum-dum. You know what contributions you can make in another's life, so you appreciate when they know it, too. That feels like you. You know? That's true. I know that I'm a bad bitch, but I want everyone <laughs> yeah, else to know. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let me find your moon thingy that I... 
tallied off in the other book. Okay. <clears throat> the key word for Moon and Leo is emotionally dramatic. Which I think we also <laughs> heard from the other book, too. Yeah. I, I am definitely getting a lot of feelings of drama here. I think that's the overarching All right. theme so here. So I have underlined here, self-sufficient and self-reliant. You genuinely leave issues alone unless you are personally concerned, which I underlined that because I was listening to your other podcast, um, but you said something about not feeling like you have to fight for something that you personally are involved in. Do you remember saying that? Yes. So what do you what do you think that your moon sign says like the complete opposite? Um, I think that's interesting. I don't think I only care about issues that concern me. I, I do feel like it's the opposite. I care more about other people's needs than my yeah. own. Interesting. <clears throat> All right. Once you have decided to act, you can be resentful of interference and criticism. You are emotionally attached to anything <clears throat> that belongs to you or reflects personality on your ego. So do, yeah. do you think if someone would come <laughs> yeah. up to you and be like, hey, Nate, I really like your podcast, but I think it would be better if you did this and this and this. Like, how would you feel? Not great. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, um, I don't mean to. And it's not because, like, I'm super sensitive and I'm not good with criticism. Like, I'm fine with it. I just feel like I know best. <laughs> like, I don't like when people try to, like, tell me that I'm not doing something right because I obviously am. <laughs> All right, then. All right. So I put a little bracket around the entire next section because I felt it was so you. <clears throat> Your sense impressions are well developed and you are able to make quick, accurate evaluations of, of other people and their motives. You have a fiery temperament and can quickly cut others down to size. So like, yeah, I think That's you can true. Kind of wear That's it true. Hurts, Nate. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm like that John Mulaney skit where he's like 14 year olds know exactly what you're insecure about. <laughs> That's one of my special skills is I can recite like literally any John Mulaney bit. <laughs> it's really bad. John Mulaney's stand-up comedies are my comfort films. Um, but like I do, I I do think I have a very good sense of judgment about too. people. I think you kind of know. I know immediately if you are going to hurt me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you frequently lack curiosity but when motivated you learn quickly and accurately although all your learning is colored by your own feelings what do you think about that i don't think i am a very curious person i feel like i assume that i know everything but i am like receptive to learning more i just don't consciously yeah that's think what it says it. you frequently and I lack do. curiosity yeah and i yeah i probably do make everything relate back to myself when i'm learning new things yeah. because See, you make fun of me i'm self-centered <laughs> <laughs> all right the moon in leo often brings positions of authority and leadership which you accept seriously and easily ambitious and status conscious you want prominence and acclaim your straightforward honesty is apparent and your organizing ability is noticeable and take care that it doesn't become bossiness i I don't know about that. I feel like I do want to be a leader, but I'm just naturally not. Like, no one looks to me as a leader. I think of myself as one, but I don't think I, like, command authority. I don't think anyone yeah, so respects is... me. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> well, so this is why it's your moon sign, you know? Where you feel like a leader. Oh, that's, But yeah. not, you know. So yeah. I think that, like, that's what I, um, 
uh, noted because um, I felt like it was you because, you know, you had a whole thing in, in middle school and high school where you wanted to be president. I'm still exactly. going to be president. <laughs> it's, so, it's happening. Yeah. So that's why I, I sort of put that down because that was my first thought when I read that was like, that sounds like the Nate I know that wants to be president. I miss like the war criminal mm-hmm. stuff. I'm going to be president, but I'm not going to participate in wars. <laughs> Say no to war. <laughs> <Vote> <laughs> All right. So what do you think about your moon sign in, in general? I think it's accurate. I think that's how I see myself, just not how other people see exactly. me. All right. Yeah. So let's talk about how <laughs> other people see you. Um, which is interesting because you also have a, a Leo rising, which you get out. Yeah. So let's say... All right. So the ascendant in Leo, um, ascendant is another word for rising. The paragraph introduces itself by saying, did it just get brighter in here? Or did a Leo ascendant walk into the room? (laughs) (laughs) Radiating from the sun as the ruler of the chart. When you, a Leo rising, walk into the room, the crowd stops, looks, and listens. Beaming with charisma and radiance, Leo on the ascendant gives you significant attention. You help the Zodiac by using the social popularity well, speaking with depth, and contributing service from your royal platform. So I think Pretty I'm much the shit. what you do. <laughs> That's true. Wait, you know what's funny? I'll have to edit this out to take out the person's name. But Blink once told me that the room lit up oh when I walked God. into it. See? There you go. I yeah. bet that Colin Bedell is just... It's like he wrote the book. <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah i don't want leo when i see one. <laughs> oh wait i think that's all i actually have on leo ascended because the other book i have didn't have a, a section for rising signs which i thought was really weird considering the book is literally called the only way to learn astrology and you just completely left out <laughs> but um to be fair i did literally buy this book for a dollar I remember the day I bought this book, I was volunteering at a psychic fair and I had a break. So I was wandering around and it was literally like a hundred degrees outside. And there was a table with no one watching it of books. And all it said was books, $1. And there was like a jar. No, so I put you a dollar in the jar. I'm not a monster. I've never shoplifted <laughs> okay. in my entire life, Nate. I haven't either, even from like big businesses, which morally I probably should, I was but I don't. I presented with the opportunity to shoplift, um, and I didn't. <laughs> I said, I'm just going to pay for it. <laughs> I was with, I was with okay. a friend, and we were at Barnes and Noble, and she was like, listen, like, I'm going to, I want to get you a book, but I'm poor like do you have a moral objection to shoplifting and I was like no I don't but I thought that meant that she was gonna shoplift for me (laughs) but when I want to get you a book can you steal it when we when we got there she I like she picked out a book for me and then she like did what she had to do and then she gave like she gave it to me but we were still in the store so I was like, wait, I'm supposed to take it out of the store? Like, that makes me a shoplifter. <laughs> I thought you were going to do the shoplifting. Yeah, that's not, that's so not I great. just paid for it because I'm a pussy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, so next, 
let's talk about your Mercury. So you're a Libra Mercury. And so let's remember your Mercury sign is about your communication and planning. So what do you think about the way that you communicate and plan before I start telling you all about it? Um, I, I don't think I do communicate very well. I think I mm -hmm. bottle everything up. Uh, in terms of like aggression with people, I just, I, I bottle all my feelings up and then I just angrily <laughs> spill them. And, <laughs> and I know that that's not an effective method, but I don't know how to properly communicate because I like confrontation, but I'm afraid to initiate yeah. it. That sounds like you. <laughs> Um, the other day someone asked me why I like to talk about politics with people who don't agree with me because he, he goes, you're never going to change anyone's mind. And I was like, I'm not concerned about changing people's mind. I'm concerned with letting them know that they're stupid. That is the most frustrating part, though. Like, yeah, you I can't know. change their minds. Like, I, like I accepted that a while ago. Be stupid. I just need them to know that they're literally a moron. All right. Mercury in Libra. When Mercury flies through Libra, the messenger divinity gives you the creative and artistic sensibilities that allow you to engage with art and design in a significant way. You'll feel more comfortable expressing your mediums through aesthetic and creative me me mediums. Oh, expressing your thoughts through aesthetic and creative mediums. And you'll learn a great deal through these modes of education. Your gifts in service of exploring love in the human experience to have your wor work up. Wait, hold on. Use your gifts in service of exploring love and the human experience to have your work uplifted to public arenas. That last sentence is the one that I underlined for you. I'm not entirely sure what that means, but I don't think like I'm a very creative person. I know, that's person. sort of what... Um, Especially like aesthetically. Yeah, that's sort of... It's a lot... I noticed that too when I was taking all of these notes and doing my annotating per se. Um, that, that was on, another thing that popped up frequently that says that you're supposedly creative but I figured that you would disagree with that yeah I don't have like especially in terms of art like I'm just not yeah I don't have, I don't it, have in it in me either all right use your gifts in service of exploring love and the human experience to have your work uplifted to public arenas so that's what I highlighted for you because I, I kind of thought that like you're like a very like person driven person i guess does that make sense you know what I mean? so yeah yeah no i think that's true what, like i feel like you are very devoted to making sure that everyone is treated correctly you know because you you're you're very you, yeah you're very vocal about like social justice issues and such so that's sort of how i interpreted that for you which is use your gifts and service of exploring love and the human experience right to have your work uplifted to public arenas. So that was, again, what I thought, like, oh, Nate wants to be president. <laughs> <laughs> this entire thing is just coming that, back honestly, to my presidential well, I campaign. Thought, I think your chart is telling you that you're meant to be the president. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Let's switch, switch books here. All right. Although you are friendly, broad-minded, and rational, you can be stern when your own principles are involved. You abhor injustice and desire to balance and judge all things with complete fairness. What do you think? I think that last yeah. part is true. I don't remember what the first part said. I just remember <laughs> I don't agree with it. Although you are friendly, broad-minded, and rational, you can be stern when your own principles are involved. 
Right. I don't know if I'm stern. I don't think like I intimidate anyone. I don't know if stern necessarily equals intimidation. I think it just means like steadfast, you know? All right. Maybe that's true. I'm very like, you know, like I hold my own and I, I'm very like certain in my beliefs, but I don't know if I like have the capacity to be like stern and Mm -hmm. like, you know know what you're saying. All right. Since you are curious about the thinking and behavior of other people, this position of Mercury is ideal for all types of work involving human relations, including psychology. It is also an excellent placement for diplomats and arbitrators and presidential candidates. No, that was my own little tack on. Oh, <laughs> I would have believed you. <laughs> but I kind of thought, you know, that's another section that I thought was like, yeah, you know. The key word for this is actually diplomatic. It is. Yeah. It does. And I think I don't really know the true like definition of diplomatic, but I am like a very, I don't want to say charismatic because it's not that, but like I'm good at <laughs> pretending, you know? <laughs> so I, yeah, I think it's interesting that all of this is coming back to like humanity. Yeah. Stuff. I thought that was really interesting too, because that's very much, I feel like what you're driven towards. Yeah. Okay. So next would be your Venus sign. Your Venus, your Venus sign is very interesting. It's you in a relationship. So I, <laughs> that, that doesn't that does doesn't, not equal out. It doesn't necessarily mean romantic relationship. Um, I do want to throw that out there. It can just be you interacting in your friendships. Most of my friendships are romantic. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. Yeah. So all right. Any any comments before I start reading? I assume it's going to say, like, I'm flaky or afraid of, like, (laughs) commitment or something like that. Okay, let's see. Since Venus naturally rules Libra, this placement blesses you with profound romantic techniques and the capacity to soften into love, vulnerability, and creativity with ease. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Your ideal match is a partner who strives for love as much as you do, and they'll hopefully keep you a bit grounded while you soften their edges because you have a soft spot for the tough ones. You bid for connection in subtle, sincere, and romantic ways that remind us of the value of meaningful courtship. This is making me sound like a a Romeo. First of all, I just want to say I love the word courtship. (laughs) Something about it just feels so (laughs) full and romantic. It feels like a Taylor Swift song. I love it courtship <laughs> yeah isn't it courtship. fun all right are we i think in a you've courtship? been courting me for a long time i mean you did get me i have been you. <laughs> <laughs> That's several times so yeah i think you've been courting me even if you don't necessarily know it or are conscious of it <laughs> yeah interesting I can't wait to learn more about Virgo <laughs> cancer relationships. All right. Let's see. Although not really money oriented, you appreciate what money can buy and prefer to keep your environment as attractive as possible. Yeah. Um, it also says, so how do you feel? This is, this is a tiny bit um, off tangent, but how do you feel about your sense of hearing? Do you feel like it's good? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, no, I literally can't hear at all. Was no, that you coming it after says, me? In, it literally says in the book, discord and loud noises can make you nervous since your sense of hearing is well-developed. 
Oh, that's interesting. I literally can't hear at all. Yeah, I can't like, hear anything either. I always, yeah, I always mishear people. All right. Well, so let's get into the the nitty gritty, the fun stuff. Um, attracted, Ooh. attractive to, and attracted by the opposite sex, you are often in love with love. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> first of all, they're not wrong, but like. Yeah, this but they're also book, not right. It's interesting because this book, the only way to learn astrology, doesn't mention like anything other than heterosexuality at all. And my other book is literally just queer cosmos. <laughs> so we have spectrum. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Right. Uh, this part I also underlined as well. Easily hurt, yet you rarely carry a grudge. What do you think about that? You carry grudges? Are you grudgeful? Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I literally, yeah. I I was thinking about that earlier. Actually, I was thinking about all the people who I have grudges <laughs> I against. <laughs> um. No. No, because I still talk to you. I meant like oh, people okay. of the past. I gotcha. So. Yeah, but I I I wouldn't say I'm easily hurt. I just it's not hard to hurt me. You know, like. Um, yeah. The book also says that um, Jim, H- Jim Henson, a um, Muppet inventor, was um, a Libra Venus as well. Uh, what well, does that say about say him? <laughs> Wait. Like, so <laughs> romantically disturbed that he created the Muppets. I mean, who doesn't love the Muppets? Well, maybe that explains the whole Kermit Miss Piggy storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I am so here's a weird thing growing up I wasn't not that I wasn't like allowed to watch the Muppets I just didn't um we were poor so I watched the what was it called like the the froggets or something like that fraggle rock fraggles yes (laughs) why did I make it sound like a slur (laughs) hey froggit Mars is aggression, right? So it's how I don't you know what that means. That oh, I thought you said patient. Remember how we were just talking <laughs> about my hearing? Yeah. So it's a, the things. It's how you interact with the things that you're passionate about, right? So let's talk about. Okay. It. It says you're a superhero. <laughs> with, yeah, with the red wow. There we go. Touring through Virgo, you were born with the capacity for extreme multitasking and efficiency. In matters of, okay, well, I think you can. I don't know about pretty that. Well, but... I feel like that. We, this, well, I was just gonna say, I feel like this really goes with your Virgo sun, but obviously, you're also a Virgo Mars, so of course, it goes with your Virgo sun. Yeah, um, <laughs> in matters of conflict, you may arrive late to the party since you're often in motion and in service. You may not register when a boundary was broken or when you're avoiding the conflict altogether. I'm not entirely sure what that means. Does that like I'm aloof? Like I don't understand when think, I'm in the yeah, middle of a conflict. That's sort of what that sort of implies that sometimes you're not entirely aware when you've hurt someone. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. That's definitely true. Um, sorry to everyone I've hurt <laughs> if you're listen listening. <laughs> if you hurt them, like yeah, <laughs> <an> hour of <laughs> the there are people who listen to this. Who I've hurt. That sounds fun. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I do think like, I wouldn't think that I'm like that, but I, I am. Practice your tolerance level with discomfort by practicing conflict resolutions with situations you consider unjust. Um, like in just, unjust, like in my personal life, like I'm supposed to sort of practice like conflict re- resolution, like when people personally no, hurt me or just in you. general. I think it tells you to essentially start with the small things so that you can practice before you become president and you start to tackle the major systemic injustices. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm not good with conflict resolution. And it's because mm-hmm. like I'm so afraid of confrontation. Typically speaking, like again, I just bottle it all up and then I let it explode. I'm thinking of a lot of angry paragraph texts that I've sent in the past. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not really good with like the resolution. Like I don't talk about <laughs> how to fix problems that I have with people. <laughs> I just tell them that there's a problem and then I never yeah. talk to them I again. Yeah, I talked about the grudges thing earlier. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> seemingly cool scientific and logical you enjoy working and are enthusiastic if you feel you can contribute to a good cause i would agree oh, with the yeah. second part i don't i don't like working though i think like that's a running mm-hmm. theme throughout like the whole virgo thing is that everyone thinks like we're like hard workers and we're so determined we're very like analytical i don't think that's me i think like everyone thinks i am but i like literally have four essays due in like <laughs> tomorrow yeah, and i, I haven't have done them yet like tomorrow and i haven't started either of them <laughs> perfect because you are thorough and painstaking you thrive on routine and usually do the most monotonous tasks well like the like, like boring the stuff stuff like the stuff that you that a lot of people probably wouldn't even think about like making your breakfast in the morning oh yeah no i don't I'm not good with that. I'm very like self-insufficient. So I don't have a routine. Like I don't do anything to like better myself. All right. With difficult aspects, you should avoid being overly critical, scheming, or suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am a little, you know, suspicious. (laughs) <laughs> i'd be obsessed with um, everyone this also says gardening could be a wonderful hobby for you i don't know i don't <laughs> i don't have the patience for that but now now that i'm thinking about i am suspicious of everyone and i think it's my abandonment <laughs> issues <laughs> i'm just, like afraid of everyone hurting me so i just assume everyone will <laughs> it's not important all right your next placement that we will shout that we will be talking about is your um jupiter and leo and your jupiter sign is about your luck so do you think you're a lucky person um yeah probably i've had like weirdly cool opportunities that like just like fall into my lap sometimes so yeah probably fancy all right with Jupiter in heart-centered Leo, you're looking for a spiritual path that helps you understand what unique gifts and abilities are burning within. You want to know thyself so you can give your best self to others. Yeah, that sounds that sounds accurate. Sweet. <laughs> when choosing which academic <laughs> curriculum is a royal fit, give your attention to schools that have a bustling arts and design program and or that encourage cross-disciplinary studies between the arts, humanities, sciences, etc., you love finding the treasures within each apart- each department so you can transfer and apply them to your favorite areas of academic and personal interests. So again, with the arts stuff. Yeah, I go to a liberal arts school. We're all about interdisciplinary. So <laughs> perfect. All right. 
<clears throat> Helpful and ambitious. Ambitious. You can usually cope well with almost any situation and could, cause, could, I love that. I'm sorry. I'm going to start over. <laughs> Helpful and <laughs> ambitious. You can usually cope well with almost any situation and could succeed in the political arena. Yeah. So I again, would agree. the the president stuff. You have the you have the um natal chart of a president. I think the next episode we should answer Biden's birth chart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm down. With discordant aspects, you can act conceited or arrogant and tend to overdo everything. They're not wrong. Because you are anxious to figure out and achieve your goals, you normally act while others dream. With dramatic and colorful personality, you may display a great deal of enthusiasm for the good life. Um, I don't think I'm like an actor or like a doer as opposed to a dreamer. I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm either. I literally don't do anything. Um, but so yeah, I, I agree so with the second part. Do you, when you're trying to go to sleep at night, like what do you do? Like when you're trying to fall asleep? I, it's funny that you mentioned that because I've been having like a really hard time sleeping lately um but i literally just scroll through my phone like i'll watch tiktoks or like i i started reading books within the past few days and i'm excited because i just started reading a book and i think i'm gonna give it to you for christmas i can't tell if i like it or not but maybe you're gonna ask me what book it was but obviously if you're gonna give it to me i want to be surprised (laughs) okay Um, yeah i won't but so i mean like when you're actually lying down in bed eyes shut like what are you doing in your mind are you trying to shut it off or are you like imagining something like, or are you like thinking about your routine for the next day or like what are you doing? Um, I don't think I think about anything unless well I mean I don't know sometimes I think about like <laughs> <laughs> regrets <laughs> like I'll like play through the day's events and I'll be like that was really freaking stupid. Why okay. am I like this? Interesting. So I was just thinking about that because oh where's my book? Um um I don't I don't know why I was thinking about that. <laughs> I don't remember what you said that made me ask. <laughs> you just want to think about me sleeping while you sleep. I usually like daydream about something. No, not about you. You can about see me? A little girl. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't like that. I was trying That made me feel unsafe. Um, so I said girl instead of a swear word, but it just sounds really I I don't think I want to be called a girl anymore. That's a separate issue, but go on. (laughs) (laughs) I have to unpack that. Okay. Um, Okay. right. let's let's move on. (laughs) This feels like a good time to move on. So this is your last um placement that i'm going to talk about today which is your your saturn is in gemini and your saturn is about your limitations so what do you think your personal limitations are um we only have (laughs) a few minutes left um i think i'm i am very (laughs) self-destructive and i'm i don't want to say i'm a perfectionist because i don't like i don't come out with perfect things so that's not it but i'm just like very like I want everything to be done right, even though I don't. Okay. So it's then, like, I hate myself. 
because um it just says it says edit less practice more with saturn and gemini you're striving for perfection when it comes to getting the word social connections right try to rein in your investment run flawless analysis in language and invest more in authentic communication born of of conscientious practice which comes with inevitable mistakes so don't stop being a little perfectionist baby (laughs) baby um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think that's fun. Um you'll you'll use your words powerfully in service of helping others with the gravitas of Saturn. So it, more in general of the service idea, the helping others idea, the you're gonna be president idea. <laughs> you did, did it, Joe. It. You're gonna we be the next it, president Joe. of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, With your great capacity for reasoning, solving problems, and writing, this position of Saturn is excellent for mental, intellectual, scientific, or mathematic fields. Teaching, research engineering, and secretarial work are often excellent career choices. You like to study and should continue to learn throughout your life. So there's the learning thing again. And also, I was a secretary, and it was very fun. I liked being a secretary. Me too. Um, irritating aspects can make uh, you dubious of others, too critical, and at times even suspicious. So I think that's the second time we've mentioned that. Your chart is super consistent. Like, all of it is That is, yeah, I've noticed like, that. You know, it's together. It makes sense. You don't have a lot of, like, um, hypocriticalness in your chart. Is I don't know. Does I, that honestly, happen a I lot? I haven't looked at a lot of people's charts in depth, in depth, other than my own, um, because I'm I just don't have the time. <laughs> um, but I think it's really interesting. All right, yeah, that is interesting that you've been waiting for. So okay. Virgo and Cancer, that's us. That's true, and like not even like just people that I personally know. But, like, mm-hmm. I do love every single cancer that I personally know. But, like, I also, yeah. like, a lot of musicians who I like are cancers. You have a wonderful ability to create structure where love can blossom, but desire can flourish, too, if the seeds are planted. You will then inspire your cancer to flex their emotional regulations muscles by teaching them to verbalize clear expectations, helping them remember that you are not responsible for their emotional health, and sharing other life management skills and resources that can help cancer cultivate resilience. I like that. It sounds like a very, like communicative relationship it sounds like it sounds like you know virgos and cancers have got it down what's that like word for like mutually beneficial symbiotic right (laughs) shout out to all my bio majors thank you (laughs) self-compassion as a non-negotiable for your mercury mission to heal the world so you have to you have to think about yourself and your own emotional well-being as much as you think about others emotional well-being Call the love doctor as a math of two rational, uh, as a <laughs> of two relational, intelligent, and emotionally focused souls. You know the meaning of love is healing and service. <laughs> Who doesn't love a thoughtful soul? They weren't phased by the fact that your emotions were buried behind your mutable earth traits of contemplation, tranquility, and focus, but instead noticed your emotional obligation to help others. Which I feel like I did. <laughs> We handle emotions very differently. Look at that. Worse, here we are, recording second podcast episode together. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big step in our relationship. <laughs> um, it is. is. Why you two love doctors are at the top of this hospital for the soul. I love that hospital for the soul. 
<laughs> the practice of love, love through that. tenderness, compassion, and affection is given here beautifully because you're so considerate of each other. <laughs> yeah, that's something that you have to Yeah, that's something I have trouble with. sounds very much like something I would tell you to do. All right, so that is that. What do you think? Closing thoughts? Um, I think it's all scarily accurate. But at the same time, like, I feel like a lot of it could have just been applied to anyone. And it's just like, because it happens mm-hmm. to be about well, me, I, I read think something it's in like my perfect, you know? psych book the other day that astrology is based on making general statements, right? And trying to have them fit to whoever you're talking to. But I don't know. I think it's interesting. I yeah. believe in like everything. Like I, <laughs> I believe in like like um astrology i believe in tarot i believe in like all of this random stuff numerology um i don't believe in god but (laughs) i believe in all of that (laughs) i don't believe in the universe i think it's all fake but (laughs) yeah that's it i i i feel like um i feel like the stars think you should run for president so i think you should probably get on that i am i'm definitely feeling a um, sense of politics here helping other people which I think is what you want to do with your political. Yeah. I have a <laughs> minor in social justice. So, so. <laughs> um, yeah, that and I love cancers. Yeah, I love Those me. are our overarching themes here. <laughs> if there are any cancers who are listening, please, <laughs> okay, <laughs> please hit me up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We've okay. already slept together, as we've said, so it's fine. Been there, done that. Yeah, this was so much fun. I'm really glad we finally did this. I hope everyone enjoyed. If you ever want to talk about astrology, my Twitter DMs are open. (laughs) If you are a Cancer, my Twitter DMs are open. (laughs) Okay, well, there we have it, everyone. I hope that whatever questions you had going into this were answered. I hope you had fun. I know I did. Thank you to Morgan for joining me. And thank you to you for listening to this special episode of Random Thoughts with Nate.